Okay, hello. Hello. Is this on? Hello. 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 Is this on? Is this on? Am I just, am I banging out? Or is this, it is on, isn't it? Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to special guest at the ministry. Make some noise. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're doing it. Uh, as you guys know, it's a pretty special one tonight. It's a special one because we are recording the first ever special guest podcast. Uh, ooh, yeah, I feel like, wow, I feel like I'm on a game show or something. It's, it's amazing. Um, so, yeah, we're recording the first ever special guest podcast. So tonight, uh, any stories that people may tell uh, may end up on the podcast. But if you don't want that... Just say, and then we'll take it off, and that's fine. And it'd be like it didn't even exist. It was perfect. Um, but obviously, if you if you're comfortable with that, then feel free to come up. Um, well done for coming. This is going to be an amazing night of amazingness. It's just going to be amazing. So um, I would encourage those who actually let me just go over what it is. So each one of you here. Each one of you has the chance and ability to come up stage and talk about absolutely anything you want for 60 seconds. 60 seconds. That's what you've got. So what would happen if, if I was talking? Uh, I'll do a little example later. Um, I could talk about anything that I want. It can literally, whatever comes to your mind at the time, or if you hear someone say something and you're like, oh, yeah, that's like me. I'm going to say something as well. You can do that. Uh, there's absolutely no judgment. Uh, there's no kind of like, I don't know, nastiness. Everyone's lovely here. I can see it in all your faces. You're all so pure. It's lovely. <laughs> White is the purest. Eve, why are you laughing? You're, uh, take away Eve. Everyone other than Eve is lovely. So uh, we can do that. So feel free to come up and just, yeah. Uh, we have three rounds and there'll be two breaks of 20 minutes where we can go away, drink, come back, and then we'll be sitting in different seats. But I'll explain that later. Um, so let's just give you an example. So what happens is I need to get some, like, noise so in between each act, we just make noise and clap. So if I'm just, if I'm just start clapping, clap. Wow. What? An, oh, okay, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, okay. So I'm going to talk about uh, my friends. My friends. Uh, so I've got a couple here today. One of them is not here. Actually, oh, he's, he's, oh, there, there's one's there at the back, one's there. Um, so, my friends, one's coming in now, Joe. Make some noise for Joe. Well done. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, friends are really important, aren't they? Like, they see you. I think the best friends are the ones who have seen you in the worst positions in your life and they're still friends with you. Uh, Joe has been on holiday with me and seen me get injected in the bum by a, a fake Spanish doctor. That's a different story <laughs> for a different day. Different day, different day. You know, uh, all of my friends, Nathan's seen, Nathan lives with me. He's seen all of the horrible things that I get up to on a daily, not daily, basis. Uh, and he's still friends with me. And these are friends I've had since I was 14 15 years old. I'm now touching 30. Can you imagine? No. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and, and they stick by it. And I think if you have friends in your life, 
that you're close to, uh, just be thankful for them and, and tell them, especially like boys. We never really like say, like, I love you, uh, I appreciate you, you're great, you're amazing. Uh, and just tell them because, you know, that's, that's, that's really important to do, to do that. And that's my ramble for a minute. I'm, I'm gonna get off stage now. So right, should we should we get things going and get let's get me off and get you lot on, right? So let's make some noise. Thank you. I wanna go back to like what Nash was saying about friends and basically like you know, like I have friends here and there, they're just sort of peppered through my life, but there's some people that just like light my soul up. And my friend Kemi is here today and like, you know when you just got a friend and you're so proud that they're your friend? And like the way we met was so beautiful. <laughs> Literally like, um, like I met her brother, he was just like producing some music where I work and I was just singing some Erica Badu and he came, like we were just chatting and then he introduced me to Kemi and like, like we, our souls just like see each other and like we don't even see each other that often but like when we do it's like the most beautiful thing and like I feel so in touch with actually who I am and I just feel like find them friends you know who just like light your fire because <laughs> literally like we don't even see each other that much and then like we say shit at the same time and like we just crack up and it's the most it's the most beautiful thing I feel so lucky and so many people in special guests have also like lit my fires like Maria Edith like all of your like are in this family now and it's the most beautiful thing and I just want you guys to welcome Kemi into the family <laughs> to come up either but this friend chat's got me all emotion so I just have to say also if my top see through I'm like hello sorry um <laughs> I bought I have um three um plasters on each nipple because I didn't understand what was going on um so here we are uh, but yeah so my um my friend is Miss Amelia Bow uh she came to the UK a year ago and we started working together because we sat down next to each other and she became my well and truly bestie and she's gonna get deported so <laughs> if any of you work in a massive company sponsor her and her amazing boyfriend Lou because they have become become our best friends ever and uh, I would be so sad if she gets deported so like if anyone works in a really big company with loads of money just be and like they need like creative people or business people or anyone also wants to get married anytime soon <laughs> she's pretty you know sleazy so yeah just do that <laughs> Well, hello. I do hope you understand my accent. I'm from Glasgow. I'm a wee, a wee Scot. And I'm here tonight because I'm visiting my two beautiful children, Christopher and Samantha, who emigrated to England a long time ago. Okay, well, well, I'm sorry about it. All I would like to say is that I'm so glad that they're 
still here <laughs> that no one has tried to do anything funny with them. <laughs> um, Christopher works for the ministry. He's a big slag. And his sister ain't much better. But it's nothing to do with me, it's all their father's fault. That's all I want to say. Don't you dare turn that green, boy! Don't you dare turn that green! Are you gonna have a Glasgow lassie to deal with? And I'm rough, boy, I'm rough, real rough. No, I'd just like to say, I never thought I'd come to something so stupid. <laughs> but, but thank you so much. Uh, this is my first, I'm a virgin. Well, not literally a virgin, but you know what I mean. Oh, that's a green light. him and this was the quote I got I have stuff I make stuff to help people live their best lives and I thought well come on I've made stuff I've made three boys <laughs> so I thought I should get a bit of like you know so, okay so uh, Matt obviously you'll you all know, and I'm very proud of him. I'm also proud of my younger son, who is uh, that travel blog, is it? I don't know. Anyway, so he, he goes around, he left home and uh, about four years ago, and he just goes around. He's visited 30 plus countries, and he does his own thing, and he finances it from, I don't know how, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he gives, he gives top tips to everybody. And if you ever want to do that, go and check out his blog because he'll tell you how to do it. And he also does some microfinancing for um, developing countries through his e-guide. So he's a bit like Matt. He does like the ethical side as well. Uh, but the reason I'm here is actually to shamelessly promote my middle son's achievement, which is... Uh, mappy hour and this is going to this is going to be good for you guys because it will tell you where to go in London to get your two for one drinks Dr obviously obviously drink responsibly okay but the reason I want you to get your iPhones out or oh and it's on Android is can you please download this because if he gets enough people downloading this and it's a it runs and he can go, he can make a business and he can move out. Okay, so, okay, so, it's, it's called Mappy Hour. I can't see anyone on their phones, so if you just get your phones out now, okay, phones out, Mappy Hour, okay, five, five stars, please, okay, all we need is just five stars, all right, okay. Yeah, Mappy Hour. Mappy. Hey! Well done. If you need a leaflet or you can give out some leaflets, come and get them from me afterwards. Thank you very much. 
right, if we're doing absurd sounds, I might show you something absurd. So I have. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not in my pants. <laughs> so I have this uh, particularly unique tongue. Um, I don't know if you guys in the back are interested. You can come forward, but I might I might show you a, a few tricks. So. sharing the minute if that's okay breaking rules breaking rules get it so we're going to take the night into a little bit of a different turn i apologize but also i feel like it's a good thing um so we're going to tell you a little bit uh well firstly we're working on a project on loneliness at the moment and so it's been really cool to hear the stories of connection and friendship and i just wanted to kind of shine light on those stories that don't necessarily have that at the moment so we're gonna we've been collecting stories of loneliness and we're gonna read out five different six different stories of loneliness that we received in the last week and all of these stories um, have actually come from people under the age of thirty or actually mostly twenty five yeah yeah so we're gonna take it in turn so the question that we ask them is when do you feel lonely it's all about image and I can feel really lonely around my so called friends. I'm constantly surrounded by no noise and tall skyscrapers, but these noises just echo inside of me. I feel lonely when I'm with people, like I'm watching from the outside, like everyone knows something I don't. I've never known and everyone else always has. Every day when I wake up, when I go to bed, when I'm cooking for myself, when I order food delivery, when I FaceTime my mother, when I text my friends, when I'm going to work, when I'm, when I'm on my way back home, when I open dating apps, when I scroll through Instagram. My student visa runs out at the end of November. I think because of that, I find it sort of useless to really throw myself headfirst into relationships, both platonic and romantic. Because what's the point? I have to go. It fucking sucks though. It really fucking sucks. I feel lonely when people would stop talking to me just because I asked to repeat what they said because I couldn't hear well or because I asked the meaning of a word phrase I've never heard before. English is my second language, but I'm not a stupid. It makes me feel frustrated and alienated. That could have been written for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot relate more to that. But. Uh, what I w what we want to say is like it's amazing how all the stories can feel so personal like it, they are completely different, but um, we got amazed uh, for, from hearing them all how there's actually already a connection in the fact that we there's some a different feeling but that we might all share sometimes, 
So we invite you to share your own story if you want to visit our website, which is lovely. Londonislovely.com. Thank you very much. I do want to continue on the topic of loneliness, but first I've kind of got an admission to make that earlier today I thought I would be that bitch and go to <laughs> the gym during my lunch break because I just felt like that's the new woman that I'm going to become. Uh, and I went to a kettlebell class. Uh, <laughs> fam, it was too much, so halfway through I pretended that I had a really important work call and I, I had to go. Um, so... Yeah, fuck. Um, not that bitch. Uh, <laughs> but on the topic of loneliness, it's really fucked because I have so many incredible friends, so many of them are in this room right now. I've got an incredible job that was created for me and so many incredible colleagues and I love my life and all of these amazing things. But actually, I feel really fucking lonely at the moment and I'm not sure why. Like, I have so many people around me and it is Mental Health Awareness Week this week. Um, and I've never actually told anyone that I feel lonely right now. Um, so I'm quite scared <laughs> to have shared that with you guys. Um, and I guess it's really important to just be a bit more open and a bit more honest um, about how we're feeling. It's really weird because I spend so much time with all of my friends and I think I feel like I'm lacking this kind of deeper connection with everybody because um, we're always so busy all the time but I guess just reach out to your friends and engage with people because you never really know how they're feeling on the back of um, yeah happy mental health awareness week very fucking important Please go support that project. I started off from the, the first iteration of that project um, with London is London. I spoke about my time of moving different countries, breaking up with exes, being incredibly lonely, suicide scares and different points throughout my life. And being that vulnerable has kind of started this whole journey of kind of self-reflection, self looking at yourself in a deeper way and it kind of how you then view the outside world when you actually start to understand yourself. Um, I recently signed up for therapy, which was fucking amazing. Um, shout out to Sarah for some self-love clinics as well. Um, and a little nugget of wisdom I got just from the first session was I was talking about myself. Um, I came out at 21, I'm 25 now, but a massive four years. But before that, I was saying that I don't know who that person was. And I don't recognize that person because I don't, that just, he was not me. Um, and he said, no, cut that shit right now. You want compassion, you want love. He goes, that person and his survival tactics is the reason that you're in that chair and the reason that you're alive right fucking now. So if anyone out there has a person that they don't know who they were even a year ago or six months ago, acknowledge that person, love that person, bring them in, let them sit with you because they are you and you're here right now in this room. So yeah. <laughs> Hey there. Uh, so growing up, uh, music was like my thing. Writing songs, playing in bands was, was totally my thing. And over the course of uh, the last kind of six years or so, it's been difficult to keep that up because I work in a, in a job as a music manager. I, I help artists release music. And it's a bit weird kind of sitting on both sides of the fence, being somebody that 
that writes music but is also helping somebody build their career as a musician, it kind of gives you a bit of a kind of mad kind of imposter syndrome. Uh, but in the last kind of six months, I've really felt inspired to write more music. Um, so I have, and I've got like eight songs or so that are going to release later this year. Um, yeah, great. Uh, and uh, I wanted to read you some quite deep lyrics. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to do a couple of verses and a, and a couple of choruses, and, and that's it. Um, this was written uh, in the days after a very close friend of my mum's passed away from a brain tumour. Uh, it was very out of the blue. It was very, very difficult. And I uh, found myself just thinking, like, fuck, what, like, what the fuck is this all about? Uh, it's called Reasons for Living. Forget me not and let me know that there's a place where only flowers grow. A moth, a moths are born as butterflies, dusty wings and short goodbyes. A night where all the colors run, marbling, until the sun rises gently overhead and sets them into where they fled. This list of reasons for living sure is long, but it's dark in here and hard to read the words I need to carry on. They say we're just like the seasons, I'm not so sure. Spring came and it left the same day. I hoped that I would meet you here and that all the answers would appear. But your lips are locked and your hands are tied. I can't see you behind your eyes. Life is so magnificent, yet fragile, broken, impotent. Raging gently to and fro, like Elsie's blood flecked on the snow. It paints a perfect figure eight, and the way I'm feeling alternates. These inky little darknesses spattered on our Sunday best. This list of reasons for living sure is long, but it's dark in here and hard to read the words I need to carry on. They say we're just like the seasons, but I'm not sure. Spring came and it left the same day. Okay, so I'm here because it's 2019 and there are still men that don't eat pussy. So, I want to say, big up the Bocat Kings. Big up the Bocat Kings because we love and adore you. Why are women still expected to arrive with vaginas tasting like pineapple when we've had to deal with dusty, musty ball sacks in our faces? The, the clitoris, the clitoris, my Jesus, is here, not he, well actually on the inside is there, but it's not down here, it's not. It also is right back, so when you come inside, make sure you're hitting there, not diving right back into my bladder, you're going up. Okay? So one more time for the Vocat Kings, we love you, stay blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to quote the great Samuel L. Jackson, I eat the puss, I eat the butt, I eat every motherfucking thing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, 
I wasn't going to come up, but just on that note, um, guys, if you need help, there are resources out there. Um, you, yeah, he is a resource. Ask your fellow tongue twister person. Um, no, there's, there's something in particular I wanted to mention called Oh My God Yes, which is um, a site where it's like the biggest amount of research ever done on how females um, orgasm. And it goes through lots of different like techniques that work for women. Emma Watson talked about it publicly and the fact that it was an amazing thing because there's nothing else that's been done like that before. And I think it's like a $20 one-off fee because it's American. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the price has gone up, but it's cheap. And you can watch the videos. It actually shows women touching themselves, but in a non-creepy way, so you can actually learn. And it's really cool. So if you want to check it out. Or date a woman. Hello. Uh, it's my first time up here, clearly. Um, all right, so um, I just recently had a little baby. So like it's it's it, yeah it's it's been a long journey like it's big up to Matt wherever you are because like, I've shared my whole journey of like yeah there he is I've I've shared my whole journey with special guests obviously I've got to tell you guys like he's finally here he's a beautiful little boy Santi. big up Santi come on <laughs> and like like you know it, it's been you know it's been like a long journey so like it was like five days of labour which is fucking crazy. And then like one and a half pushes, like this fucker just flew out, flew out, man. It was really weird. <laughs> like, you know, and like, you know, he's, he's, uh, he kind of just stares at you and it's amazing. But like, you know, the most humbling thing in life is holding your baby skin to skin and he goes for your titty. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no fucking milk coming out. <laughs> but, but his face is up. For the, um, for the people listening on the podcast, uh, the face is grimace. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's like, Father, you have abandoned me. So early on. Um, but yeah, he, he's cool, man. Like, he doesn't do much, so he's pretty boring right now, but I can't wait for him to, like, like, when people hold him, they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. He's, like, he's, he's smiling, isn't he? I'm like, nah, mate, he's just having a shit. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was like, you know, so I've, I've gone to um, playgroup, it's called Stay and Play twice, and like, obviously he's like, first time we went, it was only three weeks old. So like, you know, he's not really doing much, but it's amazing to be in a room full of, how dare you, how, how dare you? <laughs> I'm talking about my, my son, I'm very fragile right now, yeah? <laughs> no, but it's amazing to be <laughs> in a room full of people who have babies, and then you walking in, and then like, oh my God, is there a real baby there? There's a real baby. It's amazing. So yeah, I'm just really happy. Bye bye. I really wanted to get in there, so I don't know how close to send this mic. Is that good? Good sound. Good sound. G'day, guys. awareness week I just wanted to get up here and do a little shout out to my mama Michelle who's back in Australia um, who can listen to the podcast so she can hear this tribute um, so she's been a mental health nurse for the last 30 years 
um, and has dedicated her whole life to her patients and it's the most inspiring thing um, to me. And she's recently taken a new clinical position and she's a little bit unsure about it. And I had a big call with her on Tuesday night and she broke down in tears with me um, because she's not sure she's done the right thing because she misses her patients so much and just wants to go back um, to her past role. And so I would like everyone to just raise their glass. <laughs> um, to my mum, Michelle. Michelle. To Michelle. Hello. Um, so usually I come here and I give sex tips. Um, but I've decided today that I'm not going to talk about sex, except I would like you to, oh, I'm sorry, um, except I'd like you to actually congratulate me on the fact that ever since I turned 27, I've only slept with women, and that feels really nice and natural. So, thank you. <laughs> um, but I really wanted to do something with the audience, because like, I, well, I wanted to do something slightly different today, because, yeah, I usually talk about sex. But, um, yeah, so sing along if you like. Um, but this is how this community makes me feel. So it's like, sometimes in our lives, we all have pain, we all have sorrow. But if we are wise, you know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on, so it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. You just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I just might have a problem that you'll understand. We all need somebody to lean on. Thank you. Look after each other. Good evening. Uh, my name is Sarge. This is my first time up on the stage. Uh, massive, massive thank you to my good friend Molly for inviting me along. Um, I've been super inspired by hearing all of you and speaking to you guys as well in the breaks. So I'm going to give you a quick whistle-stop tour of uh, the 12 months I've just had. I've had a pretty crazy 12 months. I moved um, from Hong Kong back home to London and I switched my career. I quit my job in finance and broking to pursue a career in acting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to give you an idea of the work-life balance in Hong Kong, I was working as a financial broker. My first day at work, I got asked to pick up four grams of Coke. So I woke, kind of woke up, I guess, one day, looked up from my desk and realised there was a bunch of people shouting and screaming over synthetic numbers that don't exist and I didn't really want to be part of that anymore. So I quit. Yeah. Um, so I came back to London and I thought I wanted a period of a bit of self-reflection. So I crazily put myself into a 
10-day meditation retreat, silent meditation, Vipassana, if anyone's... Yeah, Vipassana, woo! So it's 10 days, uh, no talking, um, and you meditate from 4 in the morning till 9 at night, and I had a lot of kind of profound realisations and a deeper connection with myself in that period. Uh, I kind of scratched on the surface of something, and after that experience, I went to India, uh, which ended up being two months. It was only supposed to be a few weeks. And my first night in India, I had a, a near-death experience. One of my close mates fell asleep driving on the wheel of the car. And I woke up as the car was mid-flight, flipping over. So uh, in terms of realisations, it's a pretty good time to have one. <laughs> um, so I'm still mates with this guy. Um, but I did wake up with whiplash like a week later, pretty bad, severe whiplash. So I stayed back in India for a month. My mum is an Ayurvedic, um, a yoga teacher. So I stayed at an Ayurvedic retreat to get my neck fixed up. Um, and on the table, there was an option to get a full body cleanse and detox. So I had 22 days, which was like the perfect antidote of four years of smashing it up in Hong Kong. And um, shaved my hair off, had a full body cleanse, came back in January looking like an Indian Professor X. <laughs> uh, which isn't a good look when you're going for auditions and castings. But what I really wanted to end on is that too many times we try and see ourselves through the lens of other people. We try and conform too much to the expectations and perceptions that are set upon us by those around us or even false ex expectations within ourselves. So just be true to yourselves and to be true to yourself, just connect with yourself and love yourself. And um, I think this has been, uh, been an amazing platform, so thank you. Alright, alright. Um, so I've come up to uh, hopefully it's twice, twice. I don't normally do this, but um, so it's it's with the ambition to um, inspire a couple friends uh, to also come up as well. Um, so uh, in in the break, um, myself and a few other people was talking about how men are um, when it comes to emotions. And specifically, we're talking about how men are when it comes to relationships. So I'm single at the moment, but something happened a few years ago that inspired how I interact with women. Um, and I'm also part of a, a WhatsApp group and a men's group called Amandum, where we link up every month. Thank you, thank you. Um, so we link up every month and we, we watch a film and then we have food and we talk about our feelings. And um, this week, a friend of ours, uh, their friend committed suicide and they put it onto the WhatsApp group. And it was, for me, it was, it was beautiful because uh, one person felt comfortable enough and confident and uh, safe enough to talk about that as a guy. And if any other man knows how it feels, to talk about your emotions makes you feel as if you're kind of weak for some reason when you're not. And it's a, it's a level of vulnerability and courage that it takes a lot to do that. So, um, and a lot of other guys go through this as well, go through different emotions, which is why I really kind of created a mandem so then other guys feel that level of comfort with other men as well to talk to each other about their own feelings. And I think um, both Chris and everybody else who, and the guys who are here have come to the mandem link up. I just, it's just really beautiful when men feel that comfortable to talk to other men about their emotions. And if any other guys here who haven't come yet or who have never heard of it and wants to get involved, the next one is on the 4th of June, happening here. Um, and we're just going to watch a film. Then we're going to have some food. Then we're going to talk about the film. 
talk about them, uh, our feelings and just have that space. And it's all that space just to have that moment because I think it's really, really important. And wherever that goes individually between yourself and your friends or your partner, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I really want to say. So yeah, in kind of segue to what Francis was just speaking on, I go to the to the group as well, and um, I had a moment this week actually. That I just, it just thank you also for reminding me and telling everyone. But I had a moment this week where a very 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 dear friend of mine um, took a, spe a speech therapy course because he has a stammer, and it's something that's been uh, kind of an obstacle in his life since he was. Uh, uh, six years old, and he is 30 now. And he's, if you were to meet him and if he was here, you wouldn't know that he has a stammer because he's learned every trick in the book to kind of hide when he wants to say a word, he can immediately like switch it for another word, but it's held him back in so many positions because he's, he's a writer, he's an amazing writer. And um, he he's, kind of denied jobs, speaking jobs, writing jobs, if he felt like he, he wasn't confident enough to go for the interview. Um, he's introduced himself with a different name when he realized that he couldn't say his name. In, um, <laughs> in a, a scenario of meeting someone, he's ordered food that he didn't want to eat. Um, uh, when just, you know, being out. And um, he sent me a voice note when I was here working. And it was the first time that he was just saying everything that he wanted to say um, about the speech therapy course. And um, I was able, I was with two of my friends, uh, male friends, and it literally, I couldn't even listen to the whole thing because it had me so emotional, but I, w I felt still so comfortable to cry in front of my two male friends. And even though it's like not really a big thing, but it's like a huge thing because um, I love him so much. And I just knew that he had began a journey that was gonna change the rest of his life. Um, so I'm just really thankful that I know him. I've been a part of his his journey. I spoke for him when he had to present his his first issue of a magazine that he brought out, because it's amazing. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. take everyone back to Sarah's beautiful rendition of Lean On Me. Um, today I had a sh like a shit day, like the first really shit day I've had in a while. Um, assuming it's because I like came off antidepressants three weeks ago. Started, it's my second round of therapy was yesterday with my first woman of color therapist, which is sick. Um, she's really cool. But yeah, I felt safe enough to reach out to Sarah, who I've been super fortunate to get close with since we did DMT together a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, um, she took an hour out of her day to just hear me cry and hear my feelings. And I, it's the first time I feel like 
there's she's like the older sister I'd never had. She's like I feel like an image of what I want to be soon, and yeah, she's just super inspiring, and I feel like she truly sees me. When you've been through like a lot of trauma, it can be hard. Even if, like your friends are there for you, and like you know they love you, but sometimes like the blinking when they're like horrified by the thing you've been through, or like just not you know that they didn't go through something that intense, it can make you feel like you are your trauma, and it's like really ugly, and you can feel scary, and you can feel like you're burdening people with the things you have, and like Sarah never makes me feel like that, and she always just makes me feel like I'm, like that's just something that, I don't know, it doesn't define me, and she makes me feel like beautiful anyway. So thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kemi. Eve baited my name out in the beginning. Um, I've just finished three years of doing psychology and counselling, and being in this space is so amazing. Um, obviously, learning about mental health. Um, I'm going to sing a song because I am a creative, and yeah. I have suppressed. <laughs> when you're down and troubled, and you need some love and care. And nothing, oh, nothing is going right. You just call on my name. And I swear wherever I am, I'll come running to see you again. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you gotta do is call, and I will be there. Yes, I will. You got a friend. That's it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hello, Scotland. Um, this, is a, this is a sad story about Bumble. Um, so, and it's, a, it's, about, it's been about, it's about a year old. Um, I'm just, just about prepared to talk about this story now. Um, so I matched with a, a girl called Beth. Uh, and on my profile, I, I, I admitted that I like puns. Um, and um, Beth's, Beth's opening, I'm just going to quick fire through this because I want to get through it. Um, but Beth opened with, uh, can you pun on demand? And I said, yeah, theme. And she said, the C. And I said, I have a tune of those. And she said, my God, you're good. You didn't need much time to mull it over. And I said, I feel I'm about to be trout gunned. And she said, I can scale it back if you like. And I said, that would be helpful. And she said, you're squidding, right? You must have someone else up your sleeve. And I said, let's hope I don't climb up. And she said, don't worry, you're krilling it. And I said, I was going to use that one. How shellfish of you. And she said, apologies. I used that one just for the halibut. And then, and then she said, I think my fish puns might be running low. Not sure if I can think of anything else. And I said, oh, really? And I can't believe what I'm hearing. And then she said, I'm starting to feel guilty for starting this now. And I said, maybe we should call an end to it and grab a drink. Uh, and she said, 
And she said, ha ha, okay, that sounds brill. And I said, I've checked my dory and I'm free on the 6th and the 9th. And she said, the, the 6th would work well. And I said, it's going to be totally awesome. And she said, I don't trout it, good night. And I said, sweet dreams. Um, It's good. It's good. It's a good. It's good. I mean, and I, it's rare that I meet a woman that has such great punning ability. If not, probably better than mine, actually. Um, and so I was very excited when we, when I met with her on our date on the, on I think it was the sixth or the ninth. And um, and so we, she comes into the bar. We sit down. I buy her a drink, and I sit, and I'm like, so what are we gonna, what are we gonna pun about? <laughs> and then she's like, there's something I should probably tell you my two male housemates wrote all of those puns. So I asked if they were free. I hope they weren't. So when I, when I first came to London, uh, someone told me something that has uh, really stuck with me. Um, I've told a few people in the room, some people might already know it, but I think it's really important that everybody in here knows. If you write Finsbury Park backwards, it spells crappy rub sniff. <laughs> like for real, just, just write it backwards, you'll find out. That was it, that's all, thank you. And that's it. You've come to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it because we had an absolute blast making it for you. And if you're thinking, well, I'd quite like to come down to this special guest event myself, then you can do. All you've got to do, head to specialguesthq.com and you'll be able to see all of the London dates that we have. Come on down. I guarantee it's going to be one of the most magical nights of your life. And if you want to tag us on social media or find us on social media, you can do at Special Guest LDN on Facebook, Insta and Twitter. Thanks to the ministry for having us. You guys were amazing. My name is Nyasha Sakatukwa. You can find me at Munch Club TV on all socials. And hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Bye.